0: Welcome, guys, to episode 23 of the Mindset Effect podcast. So today, we are going to be talking about expectations, um, expectations of others, and kind of accepting the situation that you're in. Um, And this does not mean accepting that, like, oh, I'm poor and I can't do anything about it. No, it means, like, you know, there are two types of things that we all talk about. There are things that you can control, and there are things that you cannot control. And you should never be upset or complain about things that you cannot control because what does that do i think you have to have more of a focus on the value that you can provide to yourself and to others um and if you can't provide value in a certain situation if you can't change something there is absolutely no reason to get all pissed off about it right yeah
1: definitely actually i want to google something really quick right now what do you do Um, (laughs) i swear there's this super um famous quote from uh a lot of different films use it um yeah so it goes um it's the serenity prayer and it's like um how does it go so it's like god grant me the serenity to accept the things that i cannot change right so that's the accepting you know Mm -hmm. the fact that you can't change some things in your life but You know, you should have the courage to change the things that you can, which is what you have said, and you know, the wisdom to know the difference. That quote is so, like, it's so good.
0: Yeah, I think so many people um, get into, like, depression stuff because they get so focused on things that they just can't control. Like, this is a perfect time to talk about this, honestly, with all this COVID stuff. It's like you know, this COVID stuff is like terrible and you might have your opinion on like whether or not the, you know, we should keep closing everything or if it's like, you know, if we should open the country back up, whatever Um, your opinion is on that. But it's like, the reality is, is like, you can't control it. And so like, you know, arguing with other people about it is a complete waste of time and like calling other people out on it is a waste of time. Like I've seen on Twitter, like with Elon Musk um, opening up his factories and stuff against like his county law. Um, he's getting so much hate for it online and it's just ridiculous because it's just like, dude, like you can't do anything t- about it. You can't change it. So like, why are you yelling at like Musk? It's Elon just a Musk? bunch of
1: average yeah. people, you know, yeah, average exactly. people wanting to, you know, change the things that they can't.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because it's just like, these people have nothing better to do than just like sit on like Twitter and just like try to bring other people down. Honestly, it's Twitter, funny.
1: like Twitter, in my opinion is like a total shithole of, you know, politics. <laughs> Oh my gosh,
0: yeah. Which is it's why like,
1: like I've I don't use it. I don't know why yeah. you're using it.
0: I I've started to a little bit just because I want to build more of an online brand. I haven't done like I've done a little bit like LinkedIn recently and stuff, but like, you know, over the last few months, but I I think there's a lot of opportunity on like YouTube and things like that that I, I want to get out more and get myself noticed I think a lot of people don't try because like in the beginning they're gonna have like 10 views on stuff and so you know it's like with this podcast it's like we could be like oh my gosh we're gonna get like five views and we're never gonna start but it's like I think you I just mean start. why do they care right like yeah exactly. you can
1: ask any you can ask Joe Rogan, you can ask, you can ask any big big okay. podcaster they all started with like zero views and they slowly mm-hmm. ramped it up right
0: exactly that's the point
1: they just have to they have to really know the process right the process always starts small
0: mm-hmm. yeah and so like that's another thing is like people compare themselves to others um like you know it's like what is the point of comparing yourself to another person if you can't really control that at the time being like obviously you know i might look at somebody who's like a multi-millionaire and be like you know i want what they have but it's like I think so many people get upset about I mean, but it. But once again, right,
1: like you when mm-hmm. you're comparing yourself with all these successful people, you have to trace it back to the roots, right? They exactly. started, you know, or you started too, or they might have had a higher vantage point. But yeah, it's doesn't make a
0: difference, you know. They might have mm-hmm.
1: started, you know, more talented, but if you put in the work, you can always, you know,
0: catch up. Exactly. And it's it's there's a lack of like time awareness because like you know, I might look at somebody who like started a company in college, Mm -hmm. I mean, in like high school or something, or like freshman year of high school or middle school or something. And I'm like, they're so much farther ahead than I am. And it's like, dude, you know, they started way before I did. And it's like, you could still get there in like a year or two, if you just keep Mm -hmm. grinding. So many people just get so mad about like all these people who are ahead of them when there's like no perspective of like, yeah, they're ahead of you. They put in the work and you haven't yet. But if Mm -hmm. you, like, continue grinding, you'll get there eventually.
1: And really, dude, success is just, you know, uh, I think like JT said yesterday, right? Like, hard work plus, you know, um, hard work plus time, right? Yeah. And then that builds the momentum necessary to, you know, get to where you want to be, right? Mm Because when you start something new, you start a new craft, it's never going to be easy. You're always, you're going to be, you know, you're going to feel challenged a lot in the beginning but you know over time you know your skills will slowly ramp up exponentially and like you're going to get to where you want to be you know mm-hmm.
0: that's the funny thing about like uh platforms like tiktok is everyone just goes because they think they're going to get famous like instant
1: f- instant fame yeah it's exactly. kind of true
0: it's kind of true though for tiktok it's, sort it's, such
1: of.
0: A, it's a, yeah it still takes time though so like the charlie d'amelio mm-hmm. girl you know she's like the number one person on tiktok it still took really? her like a few wow. months Granted, hers was, like, insanely fast. I think she got to, like, 40 million in, like, five months or something crazy. But, like, yeah, it still I, took her I, time. I, I
1: don't fuck with platforms like TikTok. I, I don't think yeah. they are long-term. You know, I think TikTok's going to die sometime in the future. It's I think more, it might. It might not. I mean, it's just it, – it's not – the qualities that, you know, the um, artists display on there, like, they're not the kind of qualities that, you know, I want to emulate, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm more like a hard, slow worker, you know, focused yeah. on, you know, myself.
0: I think yes it's like I I kind of have the same mindset but um there was a time where it's like I, I was listening to this thing by Gary V and uh this dude was like you know I'm not like a, I don't go on a dance or anything like that's not really my thing and uh he was like dude screw what the platform does it's like do you into the platform so it's like you know go on to TikTok and like you don't even have to dance or sing it's like you don't have to crack jokes like you know, there are people on there who are going and giving life advice, like go on there and talk about programming or like, you know, go on to do whatever that you feel like is fun for you. It's just like, I think there's so much opportunity. um, And like to get on that platform and then get known or to get your brand out there. So I think, I think honestly, it's like, it's funny because imagine if like there's just stadiums all around the world and like you could go to any of them and like talk to, you know, A few hundred people or a few thousand people you'd probably do it but like we lack the perspective of thinking of platforms that way because like that's what they really are like we you might be like oh my gosh my my post only got a hundred likes like what the heck but like imagine if you had a hundred people listening to you talk on stage like that'd be quite a different experience and we kind of lack that perspective like who cares if you only got like 2,000 likes on that like imagine speaking to 2,000 people like that'd be a pretty insane experience and it's cool that that many people get to see what you say. And so I think there's a lot of lack of perspective on the
1: Yeah, definitely perspective, right? Like if you are small and you're getting like 10 views, that's good as long as it, it's really a matter of perspective, right? In time, you have to realize that, you know, if, if your views are slowly increasing, like you have to look at it as a good thing, right? Like they're increasing, they're not decreasing. They're not saying the same, you know, that sort of perspective. Yeah. Yeah, it's, we should like, we should go back to, like, uh, talking yeah. <laughs> about expectations. We kind of, like, totally veered off. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, so a lot of people, you know, they're weighed down by expectation, right? Um, you know, they say that, um, yeah, you know, I think I said this in a previous episode, right? Like, people people get what they settle for. And, you know, like, from my own experience, like, that is so true. And, like, we are ultimately responsible, you know, for, um, you know, telling others about how we want to be treated. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think actually this is something that we did talk about like a few a few days ago, maybe a week or two but like, um, expectations with like timelines. Um, so like in my view, it's like, you shouldn't really put timelines on things that you can't necessarily control. So like, I am 100% a believer that you should have an expectation of whatever your goal is. So like, if you want to be a professional soccer player, you should have the expectation that one day I will become a professional soccer player. Um, like, I think you have to expect that. Cause like, imagine if like when you were born, you got to see all the people that you could be. So like you, you had like a vision of like billionaire you or like professional football player you or like all these amazing people that you could be and so like you knew that it was possible for you to get there like imagine how you'd live your life like you would live your life with that knowledge and the confidence of like oh I know where I'm going um and I think you have to live like that you have to live that expectation but I don't think you can necessarily put a timeline on it because then you start to beat yourself up if you don't quite get to that timeline unless it's something that you can control. So like like we said, like if you are working on like a side project in code or something, like, yeah, have a deadline and be like, you know, I'm going to get this done by this time. But if it's like with the market and you're like, I want to be a multimillionaire by age 30, it's like, you can't really control the market. And like, you might, you know, you, the economy might be in a recession until then and you never get rich. Um, and on the outer end, the next year you end up like getting rich off of that. So it's like, I think you have to have the expectation of like one day I'll get there but not necessarily like I'm going to get there right now, you know?
1: That's interesting. I, for me, I think my take on that would be, you know, you have to know that you will become, you know, that person one day, you know, that's, you know, that's professional swimmer one day, you know, that whatever, whatever your goal is, you know, you have to know it. I, I don't, I don't think ex- expect expect that, you know, you will be that person is a good term, but you know, it's all semantics. Um, as long yeah. as you get the general gist of, you know, what the person's saying, I think. I think it's fine. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, yeah. like the main thing about expectations is, you know, like uh, a lot of people just, you know, like I said, they get way down with expectations, you know. And the thing is, you know, like I've always said, when you expect nothing, everything comes. Mm-hmm. We've had so many guests on this podcast where, you know, they literally were just doing their thing, you know. Um, they were just providing value and, you know, they got, you know, the things that they they didn't ask for, you know.
0: Yeah, that's usually what happens. mm -hmm. That's the funny thing is, like I said, like I think my general rule is like only like like only expect something if you can like actually literally one hundred percent control it. Like you know, if you can't control things, don't expect them. So like other people, like don't have expectations of other people. Like you know, Kevin and I actually right before this podcast were like talking a little bit about like people who don't like um, hold up on their word and like mm-hmm. they don't do what they're going to say. They do which you honestly- yeah, That's why
1: like I, when you ask someone, when you reach out to someone on LinkedIn or on email, like you should, you should not be expecting anything. You have to go for it. You should always go for the ask. That's, yeah. that's always required. Right. Go for I the agree. ask, but never, but don't, don't um beat yourself up. If they don't respond. Right. Like mm-hmm. if they say yes, and they agree to whatever request you ask them. Like that's a good thing. But if they say no, it doesn't matter. Find someone else. Message, yeah. message someone else. Don't yeah, it's like
0: holler. it's like the JT yesterday. Um, when we were asking for like other people, he thought would be a good fit to like interview, and uh, he was like, don't ask for David Goggins. But like the representation there is like you know take the big ask like even if you think it's like ridiculous and like maybe even like a little bit rude to go for something like super big and audacious and bodacious like i mean you don't lose anything from like is that a trying word? it yeah it is what the <laughs> yeah hell? it's a word what does yeah man,
1: mean like bold and audacious
0: no it's like i think beautiful actually what? right hold on now i'm curious oh. i'm pretty sure it is i use the word okay so it's excellent admirable attractive so i was basically right
1: damn that's yeah. my new favorite
0: word. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm definitely but yeah, it's like
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. but yeah, it's like the general gist is like, you know, always try because like you never know what's going to happen. And like like I was saying earlier, it's like don't necessarily expect that you're going to get anything um, because like that expectation is just going to lead you into a dark place. Um, that is so, so like,
1: true. Like for me, um, freshman year of SU, I was not expecting to get an internship at all. My parents were even telling me that, you know, like – really unlikely i was gonna gonna get an internship and you know like um i can tell you of a few times you know where i got a job offer but uh where i got a job offer but i didn't get one right like you know that's the thing about expectations right when we expect a certain reality to occur we often feel disappointed when it doesn't Mm -hmm. which is why you have to think you know counterintuitively you have to expect the least and then when something does and then when you um your expectations are met and exceeded like you don't feel disappointed you feel that you feel that sort of um you feel good basically mm-hmm. it's sort of like yeah. a trick
0: i guess another uh danger <clears throat> to ex- expecting things which kind of like hits my oh what kind of harms my point earlier that i was making um is like you know if you expect something then you feel like you don't have to necessarily want to get there which isn't true so like maybe changing up what I was saying earlier, instead of like expecting that you'll get whatever dream you want in the future, instead, maybe um, look at it in terms of knowing that you can, um, just so then you know that you have to put the work in. It's like, um, cause if you expect to get something, then you might be like, Oh, I can watch TV tonight. It's going to be fine. Um, Because I, I am expecting to get what I want, but you never actually put in the work because you just are like, Oh, I'm going to get it. So like, I think I think that's another danger of expecting things.
1: That's interesting. Let's be honest with ourselves, right? Um, I think life is just too unpredictable to mm-hmm. be having you know expectations of what others and you know the future uh, will hold. I and you know, um, however, like I think you should have expectations for yourself. Like you said, um, you should always keep striving um, to be better and better, um, and you know. I kinda I kinda don't agree with the point about you, you know, like kicking yourself. I think you should be kicking yourself when you um don't do as good as you expect. I think that's a good motivator. Mm-hmm. Um, like not in a bad way. Um just be just be critical uh and try to improve the next time.
0: Yeah. I think I like I think it's important to like kick yourself. You just don't break yourself down because I think You know, especially when you're really trying to strive for something, like I used to never feel this way, but I think as things get more serious, I start to feel it more and more. But, like, you know, when you go on the path to like success and like strive for something, you kind of start to feel like a little bit of anxiety that never goes away if you're like never working all the time. Um, Because, like, you always feel like you need to have that progress. And so, like, I beat myself up a lot, but I think some people it might get dangerous because they beat themselves up into a hole of like, I'm a terrible person. I can't do anything. So, like, I think you should hold yourself to a standard, but you shouldn't like beat yourself into depression. Um, Like you should always push yourself to be better, but never like, I don't know, mentally harm yourself or however I would say that. But like, you know, I think, I think there's a fine line there.
1: That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Um, Another point I want to talk about, right? Like is, As much as we, you know, um, love to plan our future out, like um, it's never going to be the way that you think it is, right? Like, Mm -hmm. especially like for me, it was, you know, college, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not too sure about like what your expectations were for college, but like mine were like, mine were, my college plan did not go to as I expected, right? Like, you know, I should, you know, when I came to college, I've told you this before, like one of my goals was to party like a lot, (laughs) whoops (laughs) and all the things that go along with that um which i can't say you know of course um anyway i was gonna i was gonna go down that path um when i went into college you know for a while but after you know getting into you know motivation and mindset and all this all this great jazz um you know like you really start to become critical you know of your own actions right like it was this sort of you know self-reflection that motivated me to take a turn um in the right direction Mm -hmm. which is how Uh, i am today you know if i were to tell myself a year ago about how much i've changed since then like i swear to god i would not have believed it Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i think it's also important to like know that your expectations might change or like what you think is going to happen might change so like Mm -hmm. you know i remember going to osu um and like i was visiting and that we had this um this thing at orientation, where they're like, "How many of you know 100% like what your major is going to be and like what you want to do in the future?" And like this is back before I got into any kind of like um, business stuff, and I was just, like, "I know 100%. I want to be a programmer. That's like all I want to do. I just want to sit and code for ungodly hours and just like never do anything else." And like as time went on, I realized like, you know, that'll never reach my ambition. So I think it's okay to like. Um, change your ambitions a little as long as they're still as high as they were as um, in the beginning. You know, it's like sometimes you might think you're going to go do something, but then it changes. But as long as you keep that ambition, you don't change your mind and become less ambitious just because you're scared. Um, I think it's okay to like change your yeah, mind. Yeah, I think up.
1: it's all about have, having beliefs that you stick to along your path, but always, you know, changing that ambition, like you say. Like what's, mm-hmm. what's your current ambition?
0: So... I still want to do code stuff, but I want to be a tech CEO. So I want to know what I'm doing with tech, but I want to build. So
1: you want to be a CEO, not a CTO.
0: Technically, but like the definition of CEO and the whole, like I want to be the leader of a company. Or but also really well
1: versus in tech right like Elon yeah
0: because yeah. like I, of my original goals when I was young um because you know I taught myself how to code in high school and I was like I just want to be a programmer and I remember going into interviews in high school um before my internship and I was like talking to these managers and I was like so why did you accept like going out of a programming job like why would you do that like who wouldn't want to just code all the time um and like i didn't it sounds realize. good but like you yeah. see that
1: stuff in the movie where you know you see that lone hacker just in their fucking mm-hmm. basement coding like all day but it's yeah. not as good as it sounds you know yeah well like it's it especially is as and gr- it's, especially as you grow up
0: yeah i mean like coding is great it's just the thing that changed for me is like i'm super ambitious i've always been super ambitious and i just realized that like yeah. if i was never the number one like i would never achieve like the kind of level that i want to achieve like it's it's such a fact like You look at all of these people who spend all their time getting motivated by other people and like, they might be inspirational and great to hang around, but they will never be number one. It's like, you don't ever hear of like all these people reading, um, books to motivate themselves if they're number one like you don't hear bill gates like reading motivational books all the time like you they're motivating
1: something. others
0: yeah exactly it's like you will never become number one by being a fan of someone else like that is something that i've learned and like since i learned that yeah. i stopped watching like gary Vee stuff like the only motivational stuff that i'll do is like when i get up while i'm yeah. like getting ready for other stuff yeah so I, for
1: me yeah dude for me um reading uh you've probably read read it before uh rich is it it's rich poor some Asian something.
0: Um it's like rich, rich, oh, dad, rich dad poor dad. Yes, I've never actually yes. read that. You no, know, it's I haven't such a, it's such a good I haven't book. read a uh, book in so long. <laughs> that was like one of the biggest game changers
1: for me. I swear to God. Um yeah, no, like after I read that, I'm like, dude, I do not want to be working for someone else my entire life, right? Yeah. Like if I do that, like I'll never get as rich as I wanna be. I wanna mm-hmm. be like a multi-million, like a hundred like billionaire yeah. millionaire in the future. Yeah. Right? And you know, like no one ever gets to that level by being an employee of someone else, exactly. right? You have to start your own company. You have to you just gotta be independent.
0: hmm Yeah. It's like it's like like I said, it's like you've got to try to be number one or you'll never be number one. It's like all these people, they just sit back expecting to like come up with a great idea and then they're gonna take action on it. And it's like you're never just gonna it's never just gonna perfectly come to you and you're gonna have like the perfect opportunity to go out and like take the lead and be number one in the world it's like you know you just have to go and do something it's like you know a lot of like i'm very fascinated to see what our generation does because we're getting a lot of kids that understand this kind of stuff and like obviously there are a lot of idiots and people <laughs> who think that socialism is a good thing but like other than that it's like you've got That's a lot of talk these fr- too
1: much about politics yeah.
0: no 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 but like uh, you've got a lot of these people who are like um, really ambitious that are our age and stuff and like striving for things um and, like, it'll be interesting to see, like, what all of them do and, like, who the next generation of greats are. Because, you know, nowadays we've got, like, Mark Zuckerberg and, like, Bill Gates and stuff. and Like, I'm fascinated to see who our greats are going to be. Interesting. It could be
1: you. You never know.
0: That's kind of the plan. No, but, like, this is what's funny is, like, you know, I, I always think back to, like, the movie Great, the, uh, Great Gatsby because it's, like, you just look at his lifestyle and stuff. And, like, you know, he's got, like, a gigantic castle and he's got, like, a um, – He's got, like, yachts and everything. It's, like, if you just think of, like, the ultra-rich lifestyle, like, private planes, like, you can do whatever you want. It's, like, why wouldn't you want to live a life of that kind of luxury? Like, I think all these people look at that and they're, like, oh, you're selfish for doing that. it's, like, as long as you give back, I think there's nothing wrong with, like, enjoying your life a little bit and, like, using the money that you've earned. And it's, like, you know, what is life if you're not striving for something? Like, I would rather... Honestly, I
1: I think it's the... um I think a lot of people they look at that Gatsby's lifestyle as you know deep down I guarantee you they secretly want to live that life
0: mm-hmm. but
1: exactly. but on the outside they don't want to show it right because mm-hmm. they know like getting to getting to that level of you know wealth it's not easy and you know and they probably feel intimidated by the amount of work that they put in to get there and also you know like probably uh, a lot of those qualities you know like they. they they despise themselves and you know they you know that that sort of thing
0: yeah the annoying thing is there's such a stigma about being like ultra rich of like you must have um like hurt someone to get there you must you know like i think i've told you this before like there was one time where i told somebody like all of my goals and like their response was like oh even if you have to like step on other people to get there and i'm just like you know that just you know getting wealthy and like getting to a life of luxury has nothing to do with stepping on other people. Like you will never get super ultra rich from, you know, doing something that's hurting other people because like the very definition of getting wealthy is providing value. (laughs) Like that is like, you know, money is nothing. It is just the transfer of value. So if you're providing value to other people, they will provide you with money. And so like, that's all that money is. And there's such a stigma of like, Oh, if you're rich, you must've done evil things. And I think, You know, like if you can remove that and be like, I want to go live a life of luxury, like I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, And I think like I live my life trying to get to that point because it's like, you know, what is life if you're just living super poor, paycheck to paycheck, and you can't do anything?
1: Also, you know, I just, you have to think about, you know, your future, future children, right? You want to be able to support them the best you can, and also your parents and also your loved ones, right? They might be, they might be hospitalized. They, they might need funds, right? They need to support, you know, their, treatments or whatever like you have to you have to take that into perspective right like if you have money like you can easily do a lot of things right Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and it's like and there are so many things out there to do like skydiving and like all these like adventures that you can go places and travel and stuff like if you're poor you never get to experience any of these so it's like you don't so you miss Mm -hmm. out on like so much of life because you have nothing and it's like you know I think it's okay to be poor for some time like it's pretty normal but like as long as you were working to get somewhere like even if you never get there I think it's more admirable to try to build up a good future for yourself than to like never actually get there because you didn't try like I would rather get to the end of my life and be like you know I gave it my all trying to build up an amazing future for my family and like maybe I never achieved it but I gave my all getting there you know
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, there's this great quote uh, from Robert Kiyosaki. He's like, Poor is temporary, something is eternal. I mm-hmm. forget what the second word is called, but you know, yeah. you get the same, right? Like, everyone is poor at some point, but that's just temporary. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's like there's there's another thing that's like, you know, it's okay to be broke as long as your mind makes sense. Oh, wait, as no, in, no,
1: no, no, no. It's broke is temporary. Poor is
0: yeah. eternal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's Everyone like, is hey, broke another, at some point, but not – if you're
1: poor is something, you know, long-lasting.
0: It's another thing that – I think Bill Gates said this, but it's – um, he, wait, what was it? I totally hadn't. just forgot it. <laughs> um, what was it? Yeah, I don't even okay. remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, oh no, and no. So he was like, "It's okay to be like born um, poor, but like you know, dying poor is a choice. Like if you oh, yeah. end your life poor, like that was your choice to do that." Mm-hmm. And it's funny to see how many people complain about not being rich when all they're doing is just spending all their time at home.
1: Dude, honestly, another reason I want to be rich in the future is because I have this vision. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen someday. I have a vision that you know, by the time uh before i die at least right i guarantee you we will have hover cars like our our society is probably gonna look like the shit we see in the movies and i want to i want to have the, i want to have the wealth to enjoy that you know
0: yeah yeah another thing actually so this is one of my secret motivations as um i i don't know why but i if i had the choice to live forever i would take it like i don't know why but like living forever would be just like and I, I would totally do it. And so like, I want to be to the point in status and wealth that like, if we ever discover like how to live forever, I'm one of the few at the top that can actually get that. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like, I don't know why, but like, I would love to live forever. I don't know. Cause like, you know, I believe, I believe that there's stuff after, um, and like this gets into religion and stuff. Like, I believe there's stuff after life, but like, you know, if you never really know, then it, you know, kind of becomes a big risk if you die. And so like, I don't know. I think living forever would be a cool let's, thing. Let's talk, let's go back to your
1: expectations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we have veered off so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the main thing, like we've talked about, right? Like, is you can let the unexpected things in your life consume you every day, or you can accept them and choose to move on. Um,
0: mm-hmm. okay.
1: There's actually um, there's this great book. Ooh, it's actually an audiobook. They they might, they might have a book. I'm not too sure. But uh, I was listening. Um, it's it's called Unfuck Yourself.
0: Wait, so <laughs> is that actually a book? It's actually a book.
1: It's super popular on Audible. So uh, I remember listening to it in college. I right? um, um, Yeah, there's this quote in there. I think the author said, don't expect victory or defeat. Plan for victory and learn from defeat. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's the sort of game plan you got to go into. Um, that's the sort of game plan you need to have for your mindset. Um, you can plan and imagine how things will turn out. But when they don't turn out as you expect, you should just ex- you should um, you shouldn't sulk in you know disappointment. You should accept it and you know move on. Uh, and that's that's a true sign of you know a person who's not overly attached to their game plan, mm-hmm. right? And it's actually crazy too. Is even when things don't go the way you expect them to, the resulting scenarios can often you know be much better than you anticipate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, actually, this is a really good point. So it's like expectations kind of lead to like attachment to things. And it's like, you know, this is a big thing in relationships. Like never expect that that person that you're with at that time is like going to be the person that you end up with. You know, like I fell into Mm -hmm. that trap in high school and like that obviously didn't work out. And it's like, I think that gets dangerous because like that can really harm you mentally.
1: Yeah, Um, dude, especially with power. Like a lot of these super powerful people, like they get mm -hmm. attached to that power and that wealth and, you know, it just i think it, it just moves them into corruption
0: yeah i agree it's like so like i think as we mentioned earlier like there there is a big stigma about like being rich and stuff and i think sometimes if you get attached to that and you like expect to always have that then you can really become like as you mentioned like corrupt and that stigma kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah
1: well, let's let's talk about expectations right like what yeah. are expectations um what do you think because I think they're like, in my opinion. They're futile attempts to you know control that what we can't. You know, you can't control whether or not you know that girl likes you or not. Yeah. And you can't control how many people are going to watch. Like we can't control how many people are going to watch a podcast. Mm-hmm. The only thing we can do is to try our hardest, and take action. Um, which will ultimately you know give us the greatest odds of what we desire happening which is you know our podcast becoming bigger and bigger and we have we having more viewers Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i think i think so many people just get attached um because they expect a certain result and it's like i think if you let that go and you are just like you know i'm just gonna do this because i enjoy doing it i think you'll end up actually making something that's better ultimately because I think something that people really get attracted to is like you being authentic and your unique self, mm-hmm. um, like whatever that is, like, you'll always, att- you know, like people seem to think that they're the only type of themselves out there. And it's like, that's never true. There, yeah, there honestly, are so many though, people-
1: like your character matters more than your reputation. Exactly. It's like, it's, it's super true. Like the way that you, um, the way that you are matters more than the way that people think you are. So you mm-hmm. should just act in accordance with your character and, you know, people, I think people will find that sort of integrity, that sort of um, openness, like really attractive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's like, cause there are so many other people out there that are like you and it's like, you will attract that crowd. Um, and so like, I think so many people just try to do what gathers the likes and stuff, but like, there are so many people doing that, that you just end up getting thrown into a huge bowl of like millions of other people trying to do that. But like, if you just do what you want to do, like, you, you know, Bo Burnham
1: nope
0: so he's like a really he's like a comedy person um he like makes lots of inappropriate songs um but they're like super entertaining and he was himself through that whole process and he got famous because of it because he attracted a whole crowd of people who were like we love this content and it's they love the content but had he never been brave enough to actually go out and do what he wanted to do and to be himself he would have never gotten big he would have never gotten famous and so like you know, there are so many people out there that have the same interests as you. And so I think if you stop trying to please everyone and you just do what, you know, makes what feels right to you, like I think you'll end up attracting a lot bigger of a crowd and a lot more of a um, loyal crowd through that. On yeah, whatever yeah, you're doing.
1: yeah. Like I always say, you know, like you shouldn't need to convince anyone of, of anything. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like we were, I think we talked about this earlier. Like we should just, you can, you should ask People, um, you know, things that you might want, but regardless of the outcome,
0: mm-hmm. especially,
1: you know, when it comes to relationships and friends. Um, yeah. Like, you know, I, I said this in uh, one of the previous episodes, like you have to accept that, you know, either the re- relationship is going to stay the way it is, or, you know, you have to filter them out of your life. And once you do start filtering, you know, these pro- uh, relationships, you know, uh, out of your life, you know, those, those friends that, you know, don't motivate you, that don't you know? Um, uh, that don't help you do better in life. Like when you start to fil- filter those out, like you start to make room for those um, those type of people that can.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think people like I see this with companies all the time. You know, with Vera dealing and like recruiting, people get so. Actually, this is a really good topic. Is like people get so attached to having a certain outcome, and so they're like, you know, we have to have this many candidates apply, and we have to have you know. This many people that we accept and stuff so like there's a company i think i've mentioned this before also but like they they do a thing where they bring on candidates for like a few weeks where you like join with their team for a few weeks and you work with them so that they can really assess like if you're good or not and this weeds out a lot of candidates who don't want to spend that time like doing all of that you know who don't want to spend that time like Um, because they're looking for other jobs and like something that people tend to overlook is like this is actually a really good strategy because they have a really good retention rate over the future because they're they're weeding out people who are just looking for a job and they only find people who are really devoted to working with that company you know like so many people like this happens in like relationships like people they change themselves because they want to be perfect for another person in a relationship when they can't just accept the fact that maybe you just aren't right with that person and like, you know, that your person is out there, but like you just get so attached to it being that one person that you keep changing yourself and then you wonder why you're not happy. And like I said, like Mm -hmm. companies do this too. And I think you have to stop expecting that like what you have right now is exactly what is going to always be there.
1: Yeah, so let me just add on to that, right? Expectations um, create pressure and reinforce that scarcity mindset um, that you might have. Um, And like you were talking about job interviews, Um, you know, so many people they go into these interviews with high expectations, uh, Mm -hmm. which puts them under, you know, a lot of stress. And um, it reinforces that scarcity. If you don't, if if you say, you know, if I don't get this job, I won't get any. That's sort of scarcity mindset, and that's a bad thing, right? Yeah. Because by then, it's highly unlikely that you'll even get past, you'll even show, you know, your best parts of yourself to your next interviewer, or your next one. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, when I had my interview for uh, my role as an iOS engineer. I really had no expectations at all. Um, I honestly thought I was not going to get the, the the job. And, you know, I wasn't expecting anything at all. So I thought to myself, this would be a good learning experience. And it would be highly unlikely if I got hired. And so as a ro- result, like, I really showed up differently. Like, I was there to learn and grow and see how um, – professional software engineers operate on a daily basis and because i was able to answer all the questions they asked me so light-hearted and with no fucks given <laughs> yeah um contrary to how you know i've answered questions in the past like i think that was the defining factor that you know got me in plus my technical mm-hmm. skills um yeah and so when you expect something like you are reinforcing the idea that you don't have it and that's mm-hmm. not what you want to be doing
0: I agree. And I think it's not necessarily that just expectations themselves are bad. It's that it leads to so many of these things. It's like, you know, having the expectations that leads to you, um, you know acting differently like we've been mentioning or like have it, it kind of leads to almost a kind of fomo a fear of missing out because like you feel like i have to get this one thing i have to get this one job i have to be with this one girl or boy or whatever and like it ref- it kind of removes the reality of like you know sometimes there are just things that don't fit together it's like you know i don't know if you think of it in in engineering standpoints like sometime like a certain type of bolt doesn't go with a certain type of nut. Like, it's just kind of, I mean, it's like, it's kind of a funny way of thinking about it, but like, it's true. It's like, sometimes things just don't go together. Um, like, you know, people have different personalities. There are different cultures and companies. And I think once you try to force that, that's when you get like the low retention rates or the breakups and stuff. And I think you just have to, uh, I think having those expectations kinds of, kind of leads to that happening, you know, because it forces things
1: yeah dude i'm looking at socks right now and holy fucking shit
0: socks <laughs> why socks? no i'm just no
1: stock stocks oh i'm, just, I'm looking like, at all these fucking good good prices i'm buying at it's nice oh yeah oh uh, yeah let's yeah, go back like, to the topic
0: <laughs> but that's another thing it's like it's like stocks is like people expect yes. that like stocks will go up or down or something and it's like that's another thing you can't control
1: i know but you can't expect right like if you buy a good company you buy a if you buy like microsoft like you can expect that in five ten years they will its stock price will be much higher than today you can you can have that expectation i think
0: yeah i mean i think it's i think it's pretty realistic at the time but like you know there have been giants that have gone bankrupt yeah, and exactly. so like you never really know like you know look at people who um see you no know, maybe- so
1: see see the thing is you can have expectations but you always have to make sure that those expectations are reinforced you have to keep verifying your expectations, right? Like if you expect that this company is going to do well in five, 10 years, you have to do the research. You have to constantly do research every year. Is, are they trending on the right path? And that's how you make sure that, you know, your expectations are strong.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think this might be semantics, but I would almost say it's like more of like you thinking that, but like, because like, I think with expectations, you know, it's like there might've been somebody who like thought that like, I don't know, one of these airlines was doing really well. Um, like a few years ago with the whole um, economy boom but like now like you know there are airlines that are going bankrupt and stuff and so like I think things change and I think like attaching yourself to an outcome at all which I would call an expectation is like always honestly going to be a bad thing so like when I said earlier like expecting that you would get something like at the end of your life maybe that was a bad word to use but like You know, I think you should have the confidence that that something will happen, but you should never expect it, that this is going to happen necessarily. So like, you know, if you DM someone on like LinkedIn, like we were talking about this before too, it's like, you know, never expect that they're going to respond or that they're going to make that introduction. Like I run into this all the time. It's like, this is something I've gotten really frustrated with lately is like people who talk about doing something or they say they're going to do something and then they don't follow through with it. And that really can be frustrating, but it's only frustrating if you're expecting them to do it. So if you go at it with no expectations, that'll lead to a lot more happiness than anything. Like I think expectations only do really one thing and that is they tamper with your happiness. It's like if you have an expectation and it doesn't work out, you're gonna be a lot less happy than you would have been if you would have gone into that scenario with no expectations.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's wrap this podcast up. Yes. Um, I will do the honors
0: because um, okay. <laughs> I just thought of something.
1: Um, there's also another huge trap people run into um, with expectations, right? Expecting nothing doesn't mean that you don't do anything and hope that everything comes your way. That's not what we're saying. Um, if we're that easy, then I guarantee you billions of people would be super rich today, but that's not the case. Um, Expecting nothing really means that you are in control of your own life and nothing else can change that. And it means that the process is more important than the outcome. So just keep those points in mind, guys. And, you know, thank you guys for watching. Make sure to check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, um, Apple iTunes, and give us a good review. We will see you guys next time.
0: Yeah, peace.